Welcome to Bioinnovator Spotlight at Life Science Org, where we listen to the life science leaders of tomorrow tell their story and discuss their challenges as founders and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, scientist-turned-communicator, Dr. David Kirk. Let's meet today's founder. I'm joined this week by Chianti Figler, CEO and co-founder of Upstream Foods. Upstream Foods is based in Wageningen in the Netherlands and helps alternative seafood companies with their products by creating cultivated fat cells as an ingredient. Chianti, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, David. Please tell me a bit about your background, uh, how you came into science and how you ended up in Wageningen. Yeah, that is a very good question. Um, so I have a technical background in, uh, in tissue engineering. Um, honestly, I've, I've always been fascinated by understanding the tiny little building blocks of, of life, um, yeah. understanding what makes cells tick, um, why they behave the way they do, and uh, translated that through my studies uh, in tissue engineering. Did a bunch of research on how can we use 3D printing technology to create uh, human tissue mostly for regenerative medicine purposes. And um, yeah, I wanted to do something with sustainability, which, uh, which eventually led me to, uh, to cultivated meat and cultivated seafood. Wonderful. And uh, were you always studying in Wageningen? How, what's the connection? Oh, yeah. So funny enough, I've never studied in Wageningen, actually. Um, <laughs> I have spent time in Amsterdam, in Utrecht, in, uh, in Boston, in the U.S., and um, one of my one of my co-founders did her PhD in in Wageningen. Um, she did her PhD on on cell line development of marine organisms, uh, and that is actually yes. the, the how I got introduced to uh, to Wageningen. Yeah, yeah, because I, I know it only as a big um, a, a big food science uh, university because that's where I'd gone during my PhD. So it's it's great to see that the food connection is still. Still going yeah, strong. there's so much happening there in terms of alternative proteins, um, but also in terms of biotech. So that's a beautiful combination yeah. for us um, to be. Wonderful. And tell me more about the challenges now in the cultivated meat uh, sector in cell development and manufacturing, which is what I, I assume your your company does. Yes, yes. At Upstream Foods, we're, we're focused on developing cultivated fish fat. Uh, to bring the flavor and the mouthfeel uh, and the health benefits to uh, to seafood alternatives. Uh, in terms of the challenges that the industry is facing right now, um, I think we've been through a bit of a, a honeymoon phase, a hype phase, in which everything was super excited. Um, and at this point, I think um, realism is uh, is kicking in, and uh, it's time to to really focus on our key metrics, making sure that our cells have the ability um, to, to really scale and to scale this in a way that is cost-effective um, to really deliver on that promise of, of making the impact um, that the whole industry is, is aiming for. Yeah, and scale isn't just a fish pun. We're talking, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't resist a pun, um, but we're talking uh, bringing those costs down because cultivated meat is traditionally very expensive compared to uh, the alternatives. Yes, yes, it is. Um, and like I said, I think it has the potential to, to make a humongous impact. But in order to do that, we need to make sure that this is scalable and that we can do this cost efficiently. And yeah. Um, yeah. And you've mentioned the health benefits. What are the health benefits of, of the fat cells specifically? So when we're talking about seafood in specific, 
a, a large reason, uh, a big reason people eat seafood is because of the healthy omega-3 fatty acids, the omega-6s, the vitamins, the minerals. And um, if we want to make um, seafood alternatives that um, are really products without a compromise for consumers, those health benefits mm -hmm. need to be in there. And um, uh, including cultivated fat is, is a great way to make sure that these products are not only super tasty, but also healthy. Yeah. You mentioned then your background kind of in tissue engineering and your, your love of sustainability kind of brought you to this sector. What was the aha moment for founding the company? The aha moment for founding the company. I'm not sure if there was one specific aha moment, um, but what we saw happening in the industry is we saw the potential of cultivated seafood. Yeah. Uh, but we also wanted to be realistic about the challenges. And um, the way we view this is that we need to prioritize and we need to start with the most important part of the tissue. Um, so we very literally took apart a fish fillet to figure out what do these muscle cells do? What do these fat cells do? What is the connective tissue here for? And um, when you step back and, and view it through a consumer lens, that taste is just the number one priority. Um, and those fat cells play a humongous role in that. So for us, focusing on cultivated fish fat is really a way, a stepping stone to, to realize the potential of cultivated seafood um, and uh, start with a small amount of cells that have a big impact on, on the quality of the product. And you're not just looking at cultivated, uh, cultivated meat companies to partner with, you're looking beyond into the plant-based sector as well. Yeah, I think for us, um, the source of protein doesn't, doesn't matter that much. Whatever type of, of alternative seafood product uh, that we bring to the market, it needs to, it needs to taste good. And, uh, and that's really the value that we're looking to bring. Wonderful. And uh, I'm right in saying, I think that this is your first company as a founder. Uh, how are you finding it? What are the challenges for you? That is, that is true. Yeah. So it's, it's a roller coaster. It really depends on the day. Um, some days are great. Others are, are not so great. Um, but really all in all, it's, um, it's a great adventure and uh, I'm learning so much about biology and about how to run a company and about how to build a team um, that it's, it's, it's just a great learning experience for me. Yeah. Is there one big challenge that stands out for you? I think, especially in the current market conditions where it's harder to raise capital, um, mm. it's so important to, to be sharp on your priorities and to be clear on your priorities. There's always a balance between, you know, having limited time and limited resources. Where do you allocate them? But I think that's that's so much more true today than than a year or two ago. Um, so that is a is a continuing struggle. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that you do say that because it's. I have these conversations with founders um, every month, and more and more that balance of almost ambition and resources comes up again and again more frequently. Um, so it's very interesting to hear you say that. And it's, it seems to be a part of a wider conversation that's, uh, that's happening with founders at the moment. Yeah. And I think, especially when you're running a, a, a science driven startup where you have a bunch of scientists that are just so passionate about what they're working on, driven by, by their own interest, it's, it's easy to get sidetracked by, by interesting findings or, or experiments or interests and, um, 
yeah, making sure that all of the attention on all of the resources go to the right priorities becomes even more important, I think. Mm -hmm. And speaking of resources as well, uh, how, what has helped you on your journey as a founder? Have you been part of a, a network or something that's helped you? I think uh, we've been part of the BII community from uh, from an early right, point yeah. um, in in our journey, which has helped us tremendously to hear how other founders um, experience their journey, um, to get tips, to share share contacts, um, and. Uh, um, just the general feeling of the challenges that you're facing and that you're not alone in that has been extremely valuable for us as founders and, uh, and for us as a company. Yeah. I've, uh, we've partnered with them in life science org. They're a great, a great resource. Um, and lastly, the last thing I want to ask you is, um, from your journey, from your learnings, is there anything that you would recommend to academics or other scientists who are, thinking about becoming a founder now? I think the, um, the advice that I would share is, is really surround yourself with other founders. I think mm -hmm. there is a tremendous amount of learnings that you can take from people who are one or two steps ahead of you, um, probably more so than, than the people who are 10 or 20 steps ahead of you. And really engaging in the conversations with them Finding those early mentors is is crucial. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we we often like to ask for a book recommendation if you have one off the top of your head. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think a book that has influenced my thinking or my the way I look at the world, I would almost say, is uh, yeah. is Anti Fragile by Nassim Taleb. Um, he mm. describes this concept of anti fragility. Um, you know, we have a word for, for fragile, something that breaks when you apply stress to it or diminishes, something that is robust, mm -hmm. something that just stays the same if you apply stress to it. But he argues that there is something as, as anti-fragile, something that actually gets better if you apply stress to it. And uh, I think it's an interesting lens to look at biology that way, but also larger systems. Um, and uh, that's definitely a book that I would recommend. Certainly. I think all this talk as well of various tissues, mu muscle tissue is one that could probably be described as antifragile. Exactly. That is a, a beautiful <laughs> example of it, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, well, thank you so much, Kianti, for chatting with me and joining me on BioInnovator Spotlight. Thanks, David, for having me. It was a pleasure. Are you a life science CEO in Europe? Go to lifescienceorg.com where you can connect, share, and engage with a community of your peers. We have a platform just for early stage founders too. You can join there at nextgen.lifescienceorg.com.